Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go. Let's go. Go. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Dalvin Cook could come to the Jets. Dalvin Cook retweets it with two 100 emojis. What does that mean? Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Here's what it means. He's into the idea. If I am the New York Jets... Go get him. The Rich Eisen Show. Joe Douglas, go get him. Earlier on the show, ESPN senior NBA writer Brian Wintors. Coming up, comedian Tom Grossi. Panthers running back Miles Sanders. Actor Patrick Renna. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, can confirm, it is Rich Eisen. And I'll stop talking about myself in the third person. To kick off hour number two here of the Rich Eisen Show, live on the Roku channel and also live on this Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliate, smart enough to have a serious XM odyssey. We say hello to everybody out there who's listening to us and watching us. It's a great chat with Brian Winhorst of the Worldwide Leader in Sports NBA coverage. Hour number three, Miles Sanders of the Carolina Panthers in studio with also have Patrick Renna, who is the Hambino himself from uh, the Sandlot 30 years ago. I'm an old man. Uh, Chris Brockman, good to see you. Hour number two. Also old. DJ Mikey D is in D's nuts. <laughs> sitting over there, our audio executive, TJ Jefferson, sitting in his spot for oh, hour number dope. two. And I will stop talking as if I'm not having an in-studio guest looking at me this entire time. Uh, he is uh, somebody who a lot of folks who uh, watched uh, NFL coverage on uh, on social media and a comedian uh, as well. Joining us here on the Rich Eisen Show at the very end of a 30 30- NFL stadium tour to raise funds for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Tom Grossi, good to see you, sir. Thank you, everyone, for having us. I appreciate you. you this is amazing. You bet, man. Absolutely. Here, let me put on my uh, St. Jude pin that you <laughs> got to represent, of course. We got to represent. Of course. Right here. So walk me through, again, um, how this started, what, you, what you've been doing. Yeah. For so, all of June, right? All of June? So all of June. So, yeah, we started May 29th, I think, at this point. It's tough to keep track of the days. But, yeah. You and, know, I'm not going to hold you to it. Yeah. <laughs> just like, where were you on day six? That's right. Um, yeah. So May, this started back in February, um, and it got to a point where I do characters for different NFL teams and all yes. that great stuff. And I was like, you know what? It'd be really funny to dress as those characters and then just like go to the NFL and shoot a skit, you know, something like that. And I thought about that for a few years and just, just never got out there. Yeah. 
And of course, I'm in the shower on Valentine's Day, washing my hair, and had the greatest idea I could possibly, because that's where you have them. It's uh, in the shower. In, in, on Valentine's Day. On Valentine's Great Day. Great visual, Tom. I, thank you. I You're really welcome. just wanted to paint the picture. You know, I was yes. getting ready for a nice moment, you know, like a nice candlelit dinner, dogs and cats. Shampoo on, and conditioner in one? Exactly. Of course. Okay, of course. Very good. You know, we're washing it up. We're getting the scalp. Yes. And it got to a point, I was like, well, wait, what if I do 30? Like, what if I do all 30? <laughs> and, but people have done that, right? People have done like in a season, or they've gone to games and stuff like that sure and i was like well what if i do it in 30 days and i'm sitting on this standing technically and i was like you know what maybe i could do this and for two and a half months i planned it out before i even said a word i just planned it out tried it to like what would this look like what would the root look like the logistics of this thing yes and i would do it in june because june is really the one month out of the year the nfl has no coverage pretty much right so there's like otas for a hot second and then we talk about stefan Diggs for two minutes and <laughs> like that kind of stuff or 20. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. so i said okay let, let's try to do that and i came up with the idea and then on draft night night one during the draft coverage i announced and now we're here on day 30 in sofa and look at this video of you just going around the country and meeting people and being all around the nfl world and you get to see the passion of the fan bases that are out there my gosh so significant how did you choose saint jude children's research hospital for your uh charity How'd yeah so that? I, this is this goes back a few years at this point. So I started this in 2015. I was a full-time teacher too. I was teaching high school history. Bless you. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Um, we did that, and it got to a point where I just love the Packers. I actually started this because of the NFC Championship game that the Packers lost to the Seahawks because mm -hmm. it was just so destroying. Yes. So it was therapy. So I made a video and it, it did pretty well, and then started the podcast. But I'd bring on guests every single week of the opposing team. And it was in 2015 where I brought on a guest. And as you know, you plug things, right? But like for the guests, to pl plug yeah. everything away. And it was, he wanted, he didn't want to plug socials. He wanted to plug a charity that provided service dogs to vets. And at this point, I was on a teacher salary. I was not making a lot of money. And I was like, man, I just don't have money for this. Mm -hmm. So I donated $50. And it was really like, if I ever get to a point where I have any type of platform, I'm going to use it to give back. So two years ago, when things really started kicking off, we raised $81,000 for various charities, That's a lot amazing. of smaller name ones, but really, really good charities. We vet them very, very tough. Yes. And then uh, last year, we raised about $102,000 for various charities, including 62K in just nine hours. And that's this community. I mean, that's what it is. This is all football fans. How we've raised $330,000 for St. Jude is just football fans. That's how much you've raised wow. to date. Today, yeah, we've raised three hundred thirty k. It's beautiful, uh, We man. wanted hundred k. We hit that on day 10. So it's it's been incredible. But for St. Jude, you know, for something like this, it's a organization I've wanted to work with for quite some time. Mm -hmm. On top of that, I don't have to educate anybody on what St. Jude does. Everybody knows how good they are and they know the mission. And I didn't even tell St. Jude I was doing this. You didn't. Oh no, I don't you tell my heads up. No, I don't tell my charities that I raise money for them. They right. just get a check in the mail like a month. I don't want recognition or anything like that. Sure. So yeah, no, I just picked St. Jude, and they found me because on in Buffalo I jumped through a table. I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> it hurt. <laughs> it's like Buffalo's always with me because it's in oh, my there back. You go. So you cracked one open. There you go. Yeah, you got a, a very, by the way, a very, uh, very royal crown you've got on your Thank head you. there. Yes. I think it's like a fast and food. And, and, all right. and that was gravel, my friend. Like that wasn't oh. grass. That was, oh. I thought it was going to be grass. I found an old picture from two years ago. 
and it was not. It was it was gravel. But By the way, I love the, I love the multiple camera coverage. You had have a drone here. there, like a wow. fan brought a drone. I love it. There was it was Amazing. incredible, and it hurt. We 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 powered through, <laughs> and then the next day we missed our five oh nine a.m. flight. I was running on ninety minutes of sleep, so I drove six and a half hours to Foxborough to make it to the next fan event. But in talks about St. Jude, yeah, I don't tell them anything. Um, and then they found me and were like, what are you doing? Because they saw that. And they were like, are you just hurting yourself for money? And I was like, no, 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 that's not what it is. And, you know, we, we got to this place where now I was able to go to Memphis and, and visit the campus yes. and just have that incredible experience. And since then, it's just been full steam ahead. Well, if you're doing this to just hurt yourself to raise money, you would have lit that table on fire before you, you, you jumped into it. Wait, wait a minute. I'm being told... Bills fans do that too. Wait a minute. Accurate. Okay. There was a few people like, why didn't you light it on fire? I was like, guys, this is day six. I got 24 more days to go. Tom, did they say that in a way where they were insinuating that you were not committing to the bit? Right. Is that but, what you're saying? Listen, there was 150 people that packed that backyard, right? And again, like this is just the fa- like this is the fan base that That's we built for awesome. eight years. And it's incredible. And you know, going to this point, you know, we've talked about it, your sponsors and all that stuff. I don't take sponsors on my main channel. I don't do any of that stuff sure and this is all self-funded like i did not buy a house this year like i to save a down payment and say i want to do this instead are you serious yeah because like this is what you're supposed to do like we've been doing this chaotic good because i'm a dnd fan but yeah. like we're chaotic good and we've inspired people whether it's to donate whether we do local raids of local businesses whenever we're in town like that's the whole point of this we're bringing every fan base together under like one roof we have saints and falcons fans hugging it out after fan events like that's what this is about like we're we're putting a spotlight on fans and the teams and like there's just nothing better that you could do to raise money tom grossi here uh raising money for saint jude children's research hospital which once again i, I do want to just pause here to just let everyone know that every single dollar that you raise or that is is raised by anybody who raises money for St. Jude goes to making sure that not only that sick kids get better, but parents or any guardian never sees a bill for anything, travel, transportation, food, lodging, and of course the health care. So everyone just focuses on the kid and makes things great for the kid. And, and, and some of the research that they have done to make sure that these kids get better. It's it's truly heaven on earth in Memphis, Tennessee. No it's question that, about it, brother. And it's the sharing too, yeah. right? It's sharing around the world that information. It's that collaboration oh, yeah. saying like, we're trying to reduce child mortality rates in all these other places. And these aren't talking points. Like these aren't just like going through, like this is what they're doing. Correct. And it's incredible. And that's one of the reasons why I picked them. That's amazing. So how did you, let's, let's talk about your journey here. Sure. So you went to where first? Where did you go first? So Green Bay, Wisconsin, Lambeau Field, because I'm a Packers fan. So, okay, so you drove so from New York? To, one. Okay, so I you flew, flew to that, that one. one. Okay. Yes, so flew to that one. And anytime we could get a flight was yes. great. We only missed two flights this entire time. That's impressive. Yeah, we only missed two flights, a couple delays, only one layover, not too bad. But yeah, went to Green Bay, Wisconsin. We got there a day early, okay. did some filming. Shout out to Wes Hodkowitz, who showed us around, gave us a little private tour. Mm-hmm. And for the beginning of this tour, I mean, we weren't even let into these places because, like I said, like I'm just a guy in a basement who like makes football videos. That's so it. So you just like were sometimes for some stadiums just knocking on the door saying, hey, yeah. let me in. Would you let me in? Yeah. And like a lot of them to begin with, like just ignore, which is fine. Like I get it. Like I don't have those connections. It's all good. Right. And so the Green Bay was the first one to let us in because of Wes and, and so grateful for that. Mm-hmm. But then the next few, we just didn't get into any stadiums. But then it was about, again, what this whole thing was, was highlighting the fan bases and the cities. So I remember when we went to Detroit and Detroit, we had a fan meetup outside the stadium and security came over hmm. and they were like, 
what are you doing? And I was like, hey, like I, I sent emails. It was just like, we're just doing like a quick fan meetup, just like, you know, some pictures, all yeah, that yeah. great stuff, just signing some things. And we moved, we were moved across the street, which was fine. And then a representative from the Lions came out after it was done. And they're like, who are you? Like, what are you doing here? Mm -hmm. Because we had about like 50, 60 people there. Right. And after that, they're like, okay, well, we have like a high school graduation rehearsal going on, but do you want to like go in the stadium? You can't shoot anything except like the ceiling, mm -hmm. but do you want to do that? And I said, yeah, because that was the first stadium that we were allowed into besides Fantastic. Lambeau Field. Fantastic. And I remember texting Johnny Barks, who's my camera and editor guy, who's been with me this entire time. And I was ecstatic. I was like, someone let us in. Like, this is, <laughs> this is amazing. Right? I was just good like, for the so, lines. Yeah, good, yeah. For, good the for the lines. And I will say that that's been one of the best parts, too. The cities that people are like, oh, you got to be careful about this city. Or like, oh, don't go to this city. We had the time of our life in Detroit. Like there were so many genuine good people there. Baltimore was another one. Like Baltimore is a tough city. The people there were electric. Awesome. And being able to highlight each of those, like the, just the people, the communities, yeah. the, the businesses, when we go and do local businesses, that's been the best part of this. And so by the time the, the game changer one was the Patriots. The Patriots, they didn't even tell me. Uh, Don't tell him that. Let's listen. I gotta, well, I gotta crafts, be RKK, the crafts baby. Are, well, the crafts are very, very philanthropic people. people yes. so. They were incredible. They so. give, they, you know, my brother-in-law um, has a, an annual event for the Jimmy Fund and the Patriots every year, like count us in. Yeah. Every year. So without that, fail. I didn't even know how that story went. So I, cause I called every team, like uh -huh. every team back in May, called every team, emailed every team, what have you. Mm -hmm. And I called the Patriots and I just probably got somebody on a bad day. And I was like, hey, do you do stadium tours? They're like, we don't do stadium tours. I said, that's okay. I said, what about the Hall of Fame? Because I know that's right next. Yes. He goes, have you been to the Hall of Fame before? And I was like, yeah, I think a few years ago I went. He goes, well, nothing's changed, so don't bother coming. And I was like, oh, okay. So I was like, I expected nothing, nothing. Oh, wow. right. We get there, the whole fan base is outside. There's at least 50 to 75 people there. Yes. The Patriots walk out and they go, we want your entire tour to come in. We were going to give you all a personalized tour. Fantastic. So they brought us all in. We did the personalized tour. Yeah. I'm running on 90 minutes of sleep after driving six and a half hours and jumping through a table the day before. Yes. So I'm hurt, right? <laughs> At the end, I go back. I'm hurting. But you got to get there regardless. By the way, I just love how what you said is all factual yeah. and it's not like tongue in cheek at nope. all. Nope. Because you literally. Six and a half hours. I'm hurting. Nope. I jumped through a table. Yep. I 90s like we just went. That's it. What an NFL fan thing to say. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm sorry. So no, you're, no, you're I don't interrupt. So go ahead. So at the end, like the fan event was over. We took pictures with everybody because at these fan events too, like it's my responsibility. Everyone who's come out, people have flown in. People have driven over eight hours to get to us. That's so awesome. I don't leave until everyone has a picture and or autograph because like that's just what only, the Good best thing you, that I Tom. can probably do. Yep. And so I'm running on all this. I'm exhausted. And I'm like, all right, can I just come back real quick? Just me, just for some B-roll. Mm-hmm. And the staff comes out and they're like, the crafts want you to see something. And I'm like, okay. And they just hand me three Super Bowl rings, Rich, like in my hand. And they go, just don't put these on over the hard floors because one's a little loose. And they walk away. One's a little loose. So I'm standing there with three Super Bowl rings in my hand, terrified 
because I'm running on no sleep. It was a death grip on this. I sat in a chair and I was like, get the shot, get the shot, get the shot. And I was like, please take is. these back. Please take these back. Like, th- do you see the face there? Look that is you. exhaustion, my friend. <laughs> like we, and it didn't get better after that. Like That's the amazing. sleep debt that I've accrued over this, like we get usually about three hours of sleep a night no. and then we're off to the next city. So What a flex, by wow. the way. If you, wow. Did like what, was it RKK or Jonathan Kraft? Like, what do I have hey, here in this drawer? Oh, man, here. Give, give them these three Super Bowl rings. Yeah, let them have put on. Well, we know how Putin got a ring. <laughs> well, Putin took the ring, apparently. <laughs> walked away. <laughs> Putin took it, it. It was that, like, and the reason that got set up is because a diehard fan named Tim went to the Patriots and was like, you have to let this guy in. That's awesome. They went to the crafts, and the crafts so said, great. absolutely. And from there, That's like, sweet. it's been amazing. And we haven't been able to get into every single stadium. For example, MetLife, which I've been to many, many times. Ed Sheeran, there's the production going on. They're like, you can't even be on the property. So I filmed it on the side of a highway. I got you. Yeah. Like, Which well, is a very New Jersey thing to do. Yeah, it really, honestly, it really was is. Was it bada bing in the background? I mean, yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> it, it was great. But the teams that have let us in, they've been so generous. They've been so incredible. We were kicking field goals on the Bengals stadium. Like, it was, it was amazing. And, like, the, the teams that have gotten this... Like, we've just made them look amazing. Even the ones that haven't, like, we make them look amazing, too. But at the end of the day, it legitimately is about the fans. And, of course, it's for the kids. Of course. Tom Grossi here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's the big finish? What do you got? Because you're going to SoFi today, right? Yes, we're going to SoFi. I've never been to California, except for a couple days ago when I was in Santa Clara. Okay. So this has been an incredible experience. The Field of Jeans, you went up there? Okay. Oh, yes, we did that. Okay. And the 49ers, they brought two employees, and and they were the only ones in on a Sunday. Like, it was was incredible. Wow. Like And that's, like, the story. It's the people. The amount of people have been so helpful. The Uber drivers who have tipped us $5 for St. Jude. The desk clerk, James in Pittsburgh, who gave me $20 when he asked what we were there for. Like, that's been the story of this entire time, just how genuinely good people are. We've encountered just incredible human beings on this trip, and it's just been amazing. And so, yeah, SoFi, um, we're going to head there later for a tour, trying to host a fan event there, too. That's been in the works and trying to get that done, but that's likely going to happen. Does NFL Network know you're in town? I don't know. Because we're right across the street from SoFi. I mean, listen. I can make a call. I mean, that'd be great. I mean, just to try and raise money for kids. But as I I said. NFL Total Access might have some room on the rundown on the the Wednesday (laughs) of the end of June. (laughs) 28th rundown. All right. Let me. I'll I'll make a. I appreciate you. Of course. You know, that's the, the least I can do. And just, you know, SoFi Stadium indoors is truly like you're you're wearing VR goggles. It is one of the most amazing sites you can see and and just take notes and tell these two Rams season ticket holders what it looks like because they 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 don't go in the building no they just (laughs) they they make sure the Cowboys fans get good seats they make sure that the you know Eagles Bears you know you know who the visitors are this year not because you're planning out when you're going you're just planning out when you're selling right and Eagles are in town see they know I will say the Cowboys were another amazing team to us like they were so incredibly generous the Joneses they were so good to us so our dads are cowboys fans uh-huh. so John, we're both packers fans and both our dads are cowboys fans. how the hell did that happen uh so i'll tell this story super quick go for it i was in elementary school and my dad we we're in new york and you can't be a cowboys fan in new york and my dad tried to raise <laughs> me as a cowboys fan so i went into school it was 1996 or 97 and the packers beat the cowboys 45 to 17 that's the, that's the far that's the far height of far that's it oh yeah and so a, a, a kid told me that and i wasn't watching football i was like six uh, so a kid told me that so i went home to my dad and i said dad i heard the packers beat the cowboys i'm a packers fan 
and I stayed like that for 26 years. Damn! <laughs> wow. And did your dad let you stay in the house after that? Or so, to get to our minute, apparently the answer is no. Yeah. <laughs> in on some that, way, shape, or form. On that point, so I, as I said, I was a teacher. Yeah. And, you know, it's a risky thing to just, as you know, it's a risky thing to set out on your own and then try to do that yourself. Taught for six years, and my dad was like, do not quit your job because you're leaving a pension, you're leaving benefits, you're leaving all these things. Mm-hmm. And it just got to a point where I said, I'm, I'm going to take a leap. And that was two years ago on June 25th. And so of just a week ago or so, I brought my dad, Johnny's dad, out for the first time to AT&T Stadium. Get out of here. They got a tour. Is that the photograph that we saw? So, Is that Because I, I couldn't see it out of the corner of my eye. So, Put it up again, Hoskins, if you don't was, mind. That was a very surreal experience so, for me, like full circle. Get out of here. Yeah. So that, those are your dads right so, there? So, yeah, so that's my dad uh, on my right. That's Johnny's dad, Hal, uh, a veteran on his left. So, yeah, they, the Cowboys on, were incredible guys. to us. And that was like a – that was because, again, and I don't know if you feel this way, Rich – I feel like when you're doing things, it's very tough to reflect and be like, oh, this was really cool that we did this because it's like next city, next thing, trying to raise money for kids. That was a moment when they were looking at the field. I was looking the other way because I was like, damn, like my dad like told me not to quit my job. And here I am like giving both of our dads this experience. That's it, buddy. And it's just like something that I built for eight years and I worked so hard doing it. And it was just such a like a. Uh, a coming home. That's moment. beautiful, Tom. And it's, it's tough awesome. to live in the moment sometimes, yeah. certainly when you're thinking about taking leaps and the leap you're taking is through a table. Yes. Um, sometimes <laughs> that's that's not easy to keep everything in perspective. Well, Rich, it's like the greatest picture that's ever been taken of me. Of like, you. I dropped an elbow. Is, like, that, is that still oh, a scab yeah, from it? Oh, yeah. It, the actual scab, like, fell off, like, just a few days Well, ago. I mean, okay. Tom, I was going to know. Because I've noticed you rubbing your elbow, and I was it's, like, are yeah, you still doing that Like, look at that picture. By the way, and, and also, if, if I'm not mistaken, is that a Burger King crown? So yeah, that's, that's based off that a fast food crown. That's based off one of the characters I created for the Bills. Okay. There have been fans that have cosplayed when we're coming to. And again, Rich, the first day. <laughs> Look at that day, scene, by the way. Day one, day one, Johnny and I are walking to the first fan event. It's Tuesday, 11 o'clock in the morning. I turn to Johnny, I go, dude, how many people are going to be at this event? And Johnny's like, 12 maybe and there was 45 people there we had teachers there on their lunch break we had parents bringing their kids who were skipping school and now we have over 250 people turning out to these events i'm a guy who talks to myself in his basement and this is the fan base and it's just a very like reinforcing like wow there's there's something happening out here and it's just it's amazing well uh this is a beautiful thing for many different ways because you are you are experiencing firsthand what I think you you sensed doing your videos and making your videos is that the NFL fan base is awesome. Yeah. They are passionate, but they got big hearts, man. They yeah. do, they do, and I see it every year with this charity run for St. Jude. My, you know, you and I share that. You know that this this love for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. So you're seeing. You're seeing how giving these fans are, but just the fact that that, that truly, again, and, and I know we keep showing this photograph of you at Bill's Mafia because, you know, obviously Packers fans are Seattle fans. I could keep yeah. going on. 49er fans are very underrated. They're everywhere. Uh, Steeler fans, one year, uh, Chris, just quickly, you, yep. uh, you back in the day for the Rich Eisen podcast um, took – uh, Heinz Ward to be the correspondent at the red carpet in the Oscars, right? Correct. Who knew about that going uh, into that? Zero right? people. Right. When I showed up you, to get my credential, right. the Oscars people were like, 
Why is the NFL Network here? Right. And it was me, you, it was you, you knew, I knew, Heinz Ward knew. That's it, right? That's it. And Heinz Ward manager. And then go ahead and tell him what happened. Yeah, so we're walking the red carpet. We're there hours and hours before. You have to be in a tuxedo to be on the Oscars red carpet. So we're just kind of walking around. And all of a sudden, they have uh, grandstands for some fans. And we look up, and there's people yelling, Heinz! Heinz! We look up. There's like six Steeler fans wearing jerseys and waving terrible towels. At the Oscars. And we're just like, wait, what? Why are you here? Why are you here? Right. It was incredible. Correct. They did not know we were coming. So they're everywhere. They're passionate 24-7, 365, which is why you, along with who you are, how you go about it, what you're saying, and St. Jude all together, they're showing up on a a June afternoon on their lunch break. It really is amazing. It's awesome, man. It was 106 degrees in Arizona, and we packed out a local restaurant there. We packed it out. There was at least 100 or 150 people there. Wearing red, the the, the, the red red sea. It it was awesome. And, I mean, even you, you talk about the 49ers fans. So this has started to happen now. So as I mentioned, some teams, like they give like signed things to auction off and that's really, really kind of them. It's super duper generous and I'm super grateful. Yes. Fans are now coming out to these fan events with signed memorabilia, things that their grandparents have given them and going, I wanna auction this off at this fan event to raise money for St. Jude. So we are doing live auctions. They screenshot their their donations to St. Jude at the very end of the fan event, oh. whoever has the highest, we do. At Santa Clara, we had at least like eight items to give away because people were just like, "We this is for this. Beautiful. How like, can people, uh, what what uh, website can we send them to right yeah, now? Yeah, so um, there's on um, social media, it's all there, but on YouTube, it's just Tom Grassi. If you want to hear this Muppet voice more, um, you just go to Tom Grassi and on every 30 and 30 video, you could do directly through YouTube. It goes to St. Jude, but there's a awesome. link in every one that's like a direct link. You just click on that and there you go. That's how What a pleasure money. to meet you. Rich, I appreciate you. Thank you guys so much for having us on. So I, hate to, I, I hate to give a suggestion, but yeah. I get this every year because for my run, yeah. every year it gets more and more difficult. And But this is not about me, even though I'm literally making it about myself for a quick second. It's, I mean, no, hold on a second. Every single year I run and people are like, you got to do it again. And every single time I'm like, really? Okay. So I look at you yeah. and say, I think you got to do this again. And I understand that you put off the purchase of a house when yeah. I'm saying that, but now you're not just knocking on door. You're not cold calling sure. NFL teams. They know what you're doing. They know who you are. And the fan bases will know more that you're coming to town. Maybe you're just throwing it out there. You I think do it again. the sequel to this, we've seen the stadiums empty. Maybe we see them a little full oh, and throw the biggest tailgate the cities have ever seen. So now we're talking. I think that's the next iteration. Kicking it of this. up a notch, as somebody in New Orleans would say, right here on the Roku channel. Good Fair. to see you, sir. I'm so thank you for Tom Grossi. Everybody, you. go follow. Give out your 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 accounts. Give everyone out one more time here. It's Tom Grossi comedy on the socials, but it's Tom Grossi on YouTube, and it's just it's just me. We're trying again. Shout out to Johnny Barks, you know, who's with me this entire time. We're just two guys with a laptop trying to make this work on hotel <laughs> Wi-Fi and uploading every single day, man. Driving, trains, you know, however we need to get there. And Fantastic. This is great. Thank you. All right, everybody. Uh, donate to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Once again, it gets sick kids better and make sure those who want to make sure the sick kids get better never see a bill for anything. Thanks for coming on here. Thank you so much. You got it. All right, let's take a break so I can call NFL Network to let Tom mm-hmm. in the building and keep all the tables away from him. <laughs> get yourself an elbow pad, Tom. <laughs>
Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Patrick Renner, fact number one, the chewing tobacco was made of beef jerky and licorice. True or false? That's true. And it was awful. That sounds positively well, terrible. Well, does anyone like black licorice? Anyone. I pre- actually I've never don't met- mind it. I don't You're mind the it, first. but I wouldn't want to mix it with beef jerky. Exactly. Yeah, it was. It Sounds was like an awful brew. Terrible, and it made me almost legitimately throw up. It was so terrible to the point where you cannot have either as a gentleman. I can have life. beef jerky, but I can't do licorice. Okay. See, they could be cruel to kids back then. Now you gotta, you know, it's a whole different body. <laughs> uh, uh, true or false, Patrick Renna? Uh, during the filming of the pool scene. And uh, it was overcast and the water was 56 degrees. True. The We filmed in Salt Lake City in the summer and it was blazing hot for the entire three months except one day when we were all in the pool. And you can look at Shanti Leopardi who plays Squints. And it probably was a little bit of nerves because he was about to smooch, you know, Wendy Peppercorn, Marley Shelton. And he was chattering from just the ice cold water. And you can see in it, he's... His teeth are chattering and he's yes. shivering. It's great. So you as Ham get in the pool and it's 50. I was fine. Come on. You're fine. <laughs> 56 is no big That's deal. That's nothing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, true or false, many of the young actors snuck into a theater to watch Basic Instinct during the filming. God, I hate that story. Marty York tells that story. I don't remember. I'm not going to say it's false because it probably did happen. However, I have no recollection of doing it. So I'm not well, going to confirm or deny rec- it. You'd remember <laughs> I would too. to watch Basic Instinct and Sharon Stone's interrogation scene. I would too. I, I don't. Uh, I don't remember it. 
Did they not invite you, Patrick? Uh -oh. Maybe. It's entirely possible. Maybe that's what's happening here. Wait a minute. We're on to something. I Thank you. I don't mean to get in, you know. 25th anniversary nice, is over. I was about to say, it's a, a nice <laughs> kumbaya feeling of, yeah. the, uh, of the quarter century uh, reunion. Yeah, I think that's what it is. They tell the story, and I was the only one left at home. So it's the 25th anniversary of the Sandlot. Patrick's on in hour three to celebrate uh, nice. the 30th anniversary of the Sandlot. Patrick Renna in studio shortly uh, here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger on the Rich Eisen Show radio network with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Man, I'm telling you, I, I just love stories like the ones that Tom Grossi was just telling us. And I, and I know you might think I'm like a, an NFL honk. I'm a 54-year-old cheerleader for the che NFL. Cheerleader, Rich. And the Jets. Get it right. But uh, honestly, like, uh, uh, I, I, just the, the passion of the NFL fan base, um, it's been great to behold over 20 years. And I understand baseball fans are passionate, NBA fans or whatever. It kind of, uh, I mean. I think it's more than it's, just the sports aspect, Rich. It's, it's showing human beings caring for community. other human beings. Yeah, man. And community and that. That to me is what it's seeing it on display in Germany, for instance, last year. Yeah, that was. There's a reason why Brady and Pete Carroll both said it was one of their greatest football experiences of their entire lives, and it's because the seeing the fans over in a different part of the world. Did you see that the Frankfurt game between the Dolphins and the Chiefs sold out in 15 minutes yesterday? <laughs> I mean, no really. way, really. 15 minutes. Wow. That's Taylor Swift ticket fast. That is right. Taylor Swift and ticket fast. you can fast. get the tickets for the football game. I'm like Taylor Swift. Did you get, did you get your, your Taylor Swift ticket? No, no. For... My pre-sale started a half hour ago. Oh, oh if you're finished, you're out. He in. was here. Hold on got, a second. I got four already. Resale. What do you mean you got four? I'm already in there. I got, I got a buddy that does that a lot for me. I'm oh, like, so you're not doing it on Rich no, Eisen Showtime. No, That's a I, shock. No, I'm not even logged in. Hold on. I'm going to join the queue. Hold I'm on. So you got a buddy? You got a buddy? You got a guy? I got a guy. I got a guy. Who you got a guy. guy. <laughs> because he sells the tickets for me. <laughs> Terzo in Iowa. Let's take Terzo's phone call. All rise, <laughs> everybody. All rise. Terzo in Iowa back here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Terzo? What's up, guys? Hey, Rich got a couple things for you. Man, this offseason for the NBA and NFL, I think, is just going to be crazy. It's just all of the different intrigue where any of these players are going to end up. Man, it's just been fun listening to all the guests you guys bring on to speculate and kind of get the fan bases all riled up. It's just been enjoyable. I love it. What else you got on your mind, brother? Well, is it more likely that Shohei stays with the Angels if they make it, it just, just make it to the playoffs? Or is it less likely that he that he leaves. Well, obviously it's more likely he stays if they make it to the playoffs than not. If they if they don't make it to the playoffs, then I think he will definitely uh kick the tires more strenuously than he might not otherwise, but um let me just tell you, man. If they also tank in July, he could still get traded. They're not tanking in July. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I know. This is well, a team that lost, what, 18, 13 in a row with Joe Madden as their manager. Right, so. I know. Well, and I just don't I just don't see them trading him either because I don't think anybody's going to give up the King's ransom to try and get him. It's just going to be so expensive. Thanks for the call, Terzo. Greatly appreciate it. Could you imagine? Let's just sit here for a moment. I got time. So do we. <laughs> what would a Shohei Otani free agent tour look like? Oh, <laughs> oh. Uh, 
What would it look like? In what city? Let's just how, let's just start. Hold on, start. Can, uh, you know what city you know, I'm going with first. Name, you can name the cities. New yeah. York City. Like, where do you take them? What would happen if Otani was in play, officially in play? <laughs> and the Angels are obviously going to have a seat at that table. I don't think he'll turn his back on him. Right. Like, but what would, yeah, like, you know, like, like good fellas, Paul Servino. Now you know, I got to turn my back on you. Which he might do. But um, what would it look like when Shohei Otani arrives in New York City? Pomp and where, where would and, and if you are the Yankees and the Mets, how insane will the jockeying be oh, to get him first? first? Boston, you're getting him first. Okay. Why? No, there's nobody well, there's else in Boston. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if they visit okay. New York, I thought what you meant in terms of that's the list. No, 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 no. There's obviously a, you know, everyone's, everyone's going to shoot their shot. San Diego, Seattle, but Chicago. New please. York City. If he goes to some place with the Mets, they're out to dinner, right? And you're the Yankees. What do you? What do you, you go. You go to some place more expensive. Uh-huh. Yeah. What do you? What do you? What's do? the most expensive restaurant in town? I don't well, no, know. You, you go first that and place. foremost. You got to do your research. You got to see what type of food he likes. Correct. Yeah. That's what. Like you got to yeah. figure out. Like what yeah. would a free agency tour for Shohei Otani? look like have a nice dinner at sartiano's at the mercer hotel you know take them to you know i mean the, the, the white horse tavern have a few white drinks with the tavern. locals God, the, the minetta tavern you know dude it's gotta happen i just want to see it then he goes to chicago yep then he flies to san diego here in la here. It wouldn't be the same. I'm sorry, Southern California. It just wouldn't be the same thing. Dodgers and Angels trying to jockey for position. It w- you wouldn't even know it was happening. In New York City, oh. Otani's coming to town to sit down with the Yankees and the Mets. I just wanna, It would be, be totally uh, lit. I want it to happen just for the back pages. And it'll be happening in December, <laughs> yeah. you know, Otani's when the York. Jets and the Giants are, for hopefully for them, making a playoff run. Dude. See, that could be the problem, Rich. Off the charts. Because December's going to be cold, and he's going to be like, uh, Whatever. I know. know. That's where you're going to play. That's where you're going to play. But it's also, it'll be different. You know, you're not in Disneyland anymore. You know, Tomorrowland looks a little bit different in New York City. Radiator Springs. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I think that's California Adventure. Across, if I know my, if I know street, my, it's across the street. Different okay. Disneyland parks. It's been a while. <laughs> You've been there more recently than I have. I have not. I did not. Oh, go. you did. How did you get out of the Disneyland day? <laughs> he had to work. This is great. What? I was, was working. Good. I was here. Don't this, be ridiculous. It's day. about you could you could have been there by lunchtime. You're out of here by noon, yabba dabba dude, down the back <laughs> of the dinosaur. You are in Disneyland by one o'clock. I latest. The, I would have been the fifth wheel. Would have been awkward. Fifth wheel. Yeah. Yeah. But, but there was a four of them. He don't yeah, like yeah, the numbers. Yeah, 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 you can't go on rides like that. Yeah, you can't go on rides. It's, not, it's not golf. How'd you get out of it? Damn. I played golf that day. We have many a photograph. We have many a photograph of of kids 
dead asleep in the car seat on the way home. They were there for 14 hours. Oh, oh that's what makes sense. Well, he, you did, that's uh, the anyway. reason right I don't know how we get on this. Oh, yes. Otani's <laughs> free agent tour <laughs> would be lit. All right, let's take a break here. Oh. Um, speaking of the kids, I'm telling you, what a time to be alive, to be a child and be able to get a live tour Phil Mickelson team cape. <laughs> I mean, oh, my gosh. I, I Talk fires. about time for of your life what as a, a child, huh? Alive. <laughs> what a time. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. That's coming up. <laughs> Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat, where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed it's that time of year people spring has sprung And that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844 rich number to dial. More phone calls to be had. Miles Sanders of the Carolina Panthers. Patrick Renna, formerly of the, well, he's, once you're cast member of the Sandlot, you're always cast member of the Sandlot. Breaking news. What's happening? Brockman did not get Taylor I Swift I didn't get tickets. Taylor Swift tickets. I waited in line. There were there were thousands of people in front of me. I finally got through for Who'd it to be my turn. Who would you get them for? Whoever wants to buy them from me. I was just going to say, yeah, this he's is not. Oh, so this is purely this is prospecting. Purely for research. You're prospecting. Yes. And this is a money grab. And I, it was yeah. one person in front of me. It was my turn. And then a screen popped up. Sorry, no tickets available. She sells out like that. It's insane. And she's really good live. So, Mike, I we, we understand she's an outstanding entertainer. I mean, I didn't like her years ago. And I mean, I'm kind of anti-hero. She's you know actually, what, though? No, I, I got to tell you, I mean, Chris, you, you are well-known in the SoFi ticket world of being a prospector. And I think, I think this is, this is, no, 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 it's just, I think, I think he's got, he's got a reputation. You and, and they're like, they're like, no, they're like, no, you've had enough. You have had enough 
<laughs> Reselling tickets from SoFi Stadium. You're they a Patriot fan who is absolutely prospecting, and you're out. They sniffed you out. <laughs> they sniffed you out. They're like, right. they, they, because some eight-year-old girl or 39-year-old quarterback is going to go <laughs> to this concert and rock out. And you were just going to only jack up the cost that only a 39-year-old quarterback can afford. And maybe an 8-year-old girl could not. Jack so up, they sniffed you uh, out. I take offense to jack you up. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. I think fair market you, you, value. You, you, know, yeah. you, 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 you look at the menu. You, you look at the menu and it says MP next to there. Yep. That's market price. Market That's price. not my fault. Okay. That's just I'm what with, the market bears. Rich, you think quarterbacks should get fair market value for their worth because it's their it's turn. True. Correct. This is my turn. Well, apparently not. Tickets for apparently not. They said it was someone else's turn. I didn't get through. <laughs> Just saying. Back here in the Rich Eisen Show. Let's take a phone call. Um, Fitz in Dallas. You're here in the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Fitz? Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey. Oh. Well, greetings from Dallas, guys, where it is a cool 114 degrees. Oh, oh, nah, baby. Not going to be able Oof. to do it. Probably cheaper. It's probably, it's, probably, uh, it's probably cooler in Cancun, as some people huh. in Texas might know. So what else you got? Well, I... What, what do you got there, well, Fitz? I, I, guys, I, I want to uh, spitball something with you guys for RES Consulting. Ah. Um, le- yesterday, when the third hour, you guys were talking about the live tour and are the guys going to come back uh, and play? And yeah, I had a couple of um, suggestions um, that maybe you guys could talk about, and I'll hop off once once uh, I'm done here. But mm-hmm. I I was I was frustrated last year when those guys left. And quite frankly, I think the PGA should make them crawl back. And um, you got these new guys that have come in because I, I said from the beginning, I said, you know what? There's plenty of talented players that are out there that will take the place of those guys. And they've been out there and they've been sweating and really competing. And so the first idea that I had was, why don't we do a play-in tournament? Or, you know, the guys that, are, that want to come back from live, put them up against the newer guys that had to earn their cards this year. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and I know that's, you know, it's tough. No, um, I, I, and I know. And, uh, Fitz, I, I'm, I'm going to cut you off because I don't know if it's the weather yep. or not, but the, the phone was a little bit in and out there. But um, thank you for the call. You know, I mean, what are they going to do with the players who, who want to come back? The question is, is do they want to come back? Let let. Let's talk about the Live Tour a little bit, um, because the Live Tour is back in action for the first time since all of this went down with the Live Tour and the PGA Tour, and um, they're in Valderrama uh, in Spain, the famous course in Spain named after TJ's oh, friend Wilmer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> impressive that he's got a course named Man, after him. that guy is all over. Um, <laughs> and uh, they had a press conference with Dustin Johnson. Um, Brooks Kepka, I've heard of him, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, PGA champion, Chip Wanamaker Trophy winner, right? Five-time major winner. And Phil. They were all sitting there in Valderrama. And um, Phil didn't speak at the U.S. Open and uh, didn't make the cut. So this is the first time we're hearing from him since the merger. But don't call it a merger. Phil had this to say when asked if he wants back on the PGA Tour. I mean, I think that right now we have basically an agreement to have an agreement. So there's really, and, and everything over the last couple of years that we've been told by our, by Greg and uh, everybody 
uh, on Live have has come to fruition. So we have a lot of confidence in um, in what they have been uh, saying to us uh, because everything has been happening, and we don't really feel the need to um, you know publicly posture uh, our position. So uh, there's really no need for us to to talk about things publicly, but to just let it play out. I don't think you answered. Just specifically, do you have any interest in playing in the PGA Tour in the future? So rather than just say like yes, no, I know that I would say that all of the, uh, from a player experience, all of the difficulties and challenges and the, the things that take a lot of excess of energy output throughout the week have been, um, made, have been fixed at live. And so the player experience here is incredible. And uh, I, I just can't envision a, a better scenario for me as a player than, than playing out here on live. Dustin Johnson talking about the same thing. The player, let's just call it what it is. The players on the Live Tour absolutely love it there. They play 54 holes. They travel the world. They are making a gajillion, billion, trillion dollars. Okay. Infinite. They are, they are, I'm sure, staying in the finest hotels. I'm sure their families are treated like royalty by the royalty that runs this league and tour there and and he said what greg's told him it ain't the cousin from succession <laughs> it's greg norman and who knows if norman's still involved nobody knows what the next step is which is exactly why phil is just living in the moment in the present there's no need to publicly posture because that's only going to kick the hornet's nest. And they believe Liv's going nowhere. Now, the document that we just are beginning to see for the first time over the last 24, 48 hours that's going to be front and center at a United States Senate hearing on July 11th. Six-page document between the PGA Tour and the Public Investment Fund of Saudi Arabia it says that the live tour, whether it lives or dies, will be at the discretion of the new company that has three members of the four member board seats being PGA Tour types. Americans, PGA Tour types. Sounds like the live tour is dead as a doorknob to me, mm-hmm. but these guys are living in their Valderrama bubble, having a blast. And, I, you know, la di da. I don't think any of them are sitting there with their Wanamaker trophies and their jackets or all of them, you know, worried about, am I going to the PGA Tour or not? I don't think, and case in point, Phil Mickelson is actually thinking the opposite if you really want to get inside of what he's saying. Because I don't know who asked this question, but he, it's a team golf uh, tour? What's the name of his team? High Flyers? High Flyers. They're the High Flyers. I think it's, if for those scoring at home, it's H-Y. Yep. And then capital F Flyers. They're right? also being sued for logo infringement. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. Well, then I guess they might get sued for cape infringement. <laughs> I mean, because they're High Flyers, they're selling capes for kids. 
<laughs> I don't think it's that cake. <laughs> Not Crusaders. Hold on. I don't think it's Crusaders. I think it's flying like, if I had to guess, it's Superman. I don't know. Here was Phil Nichols. You tell me if this is a guy, if this sounds like a guy who's thinking about the PGA Tour and whether he's going back. Hit it. I noticed that we are selling high flyer capes in the merch tent. Can you tell us a little bit about the genesis of the high flyers capes? It's aspirational, Gene. It's <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's not for everybody, but uh, it's a it's a cool thing about our, our team, and it's the creativity of my wife Amy and and uh, what she brings. And uh, we we envision a lot of little kids, you know, running around the golf course in capes, and that's kind of what we're hoping for. Uh, and, and have them dreaming about being a high flyer one day. So I know we're only a year into live, but um, where it's going to be in 10, 15, 20 years is pretty exciting. Are we going to see you in a cape one day? Yeah, possibly. There you go. <laughs> Sounds like a guy who's got the PGA Tour on the brain, huh? You know what's going to be fun when they do the valuation of the live tour and they go line by line and then there's going to be a line that says capes and somebody's going to be like, who, who ordered the capes? Oh, it's the Mickelsons. They ordered the capes. The capes are on. The capes are going to be online on them. I don't know. Capes. I don't know how expensive. Hold on, let me so, check. Wait, do I, you see what I, I'm? Are you know? It doesn't matter. Are you picking Google up this. what I'm putting down? Yeah. They think it's there. It's a joke. Fifteen, ten, fifteen, twenty years. The live tour. <laughs> Phil was asked about that last soundbite. One other thing, oddly, most people think that Lib is going to go away. They thought that the agreement basically said that. But you're talking about capes. You're talking about going to the future. So it seems like all of you believe that this is going to be around for a while. I think actions are a little bit stronger than words. I think in, uh, if you just look at what Lib is doing and what we're doing, I think that, that will, um, is more of a statement. I honestly don't know what that what? means. What? I don't know what it means. What I don't know what it means. I, I, I can't. I don't see what the live tour is doing, quite frankly, because I don't watch it. They don't turn a profit. I don't know what they are doing, except making these players insanely wealthy and happy. They they look so happy. Radio audience, these three guys look so happy. They don't miss the travelers in 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 Cromwell, Connecticut. At all. They don't. Dustin Johnson says, I don't want to play more golf than I'm already playing. They don't miss it at all. And anybody pushes back saying, well, they play. They don't play enough golf to win majors. The guy in the middle, Brooks Kepka, just won again. So to me, the only way the Live Tour does survive, and this is, if I had to guess, like, what's more likely? You know what's most likely? That the Live Tour does survive because this deal ain't going through and the capes will still be in the tent for you to put on your kids if you want to be like the Mickelson team golf players. What a time to be alive as a child. You can get a high flying cape. Not currently available on the high flyers. I don't know. I mean, that's soon to come. And, And honestly, does that sound like... He, he's like, oh, yeah, my, my, my wife is coming up with these ideas. And the Saudis are like, yeah, make the cakes. Sure, go ahead. We'll sell them. Because you're Phil Mickelson and, and, and uh, you're happy. Your kids are happy. Your wife's happy. Are golf fans happy? They say it's better for golf.
Nobody is watching. I don't know what else to say <laughs> other than the fact that anybody that's out there wringing their hands over, well, how are they going to let these players back into the PGA Tour? They're like, I don't give a damn. I'm selling capes. I'm here in Spain. Greg Norman's telling us we're good <laughs> from his yacht, lifting his glass like he's Randolph or Mortimer or whatever. Billy Ray, looking good. Billy looking good. Ray. That's what they're like. Good. Feeling good. good. Enjoy, enjoy the Senate hearing. <laughs> We're here in Vildorama. Valderrama. I know. <laughs> I mashed it together. And scene. Hour three coming up. I got a cape. You know what I mean? Like that does those That's sound bites cape. to me are like they're out. What do they care? Checks are cleared. Checks Piles are. of cash are being, you know, are, are accumulating. I'm sure they've got great investments. Yeah, man. I'm assuming one of them is their investments aren't, you know, the Knicks plus three and a half anymore. I don't know. <laughs> they are not thinking about how are we going to get back in touch with the PGA Tour. No, of course Phil's not going to publicly state what he wants. Why would he? It's only going to serve to make things worse for the deal to get together if that's what his benefactors want. Clearly they do. He already was well aware of the geopolitical ramifications of the Live Tour from jump. He knows the Live Tour PIF doesn't want anybody from Riyadh to be raising their hand at a deposition. Yeah. So he's not going to say anything to upset that apple cart. Certainly when the checks are flowing and getting cashed and the capes are selling. Capes. Get yourself a cape. Like Costanza's lawyer. Yeah. Like that. Or like Bruce Wayne. Good job, Mike. Well done. That was really funny. I'm back. Miles Sanders, let's talk Carolina Panther football coming up. 